Okay, let's do this, Yaz. It's travel time. <laughs> yep, your mic on. Ready to go? Mic on. Test, test. Okay, I think we're live. Let's go. A-list access. It's your A to Kings group travel besties, Nick and Yaz, with the A to Kings A-list access podcast. So sit back and enjoy the adventure. I mean, show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the AAT Kings A-List Access Podcast with Nick and Yaz. I'm, of course, the Nick part of that, and I'm joined each and every episode with the gorgeous Yaz Nelson. How are you today, Yaz? Hello, Nick. I'm good. I'm a bit excited and a bit nervous, though. I've got the nervous jitters today. We really are thrown in the deep end here. I'm, I've interviewed Delta Goodrum before, but this is like a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I think there's no greater show of trust from the wider kind of podcast team is there than giving us on day two in the job an opportunity to be interviewing our boss's 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 boss. I think that's um <laughs> always great, but equally stressful, which is amazing. Okay, glad to hear your stress too. That's good. That's, <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. Please welcome to the show. Without any further ado, AET Kings Group CEO, Ben Hall. Thanks for joining us today, Ben. Thanks, Nick. Yes, great to be joining you. I think you're kind of obligated to say that, but we will really take that <laughs> in and we'll take that on board. So I think to kick things off, I think what could be great is, do you think you give us a bit more of an elevator pitch into, I guess, what AET Kings really is in your own words? We're the largest tour operator Australia and New Zealand, certainly industry leading. We've got over 100 years of experience planning adventures, offering hundreds of experience across Australia and New Zealand. We've made up of four unique brands, AET Kings, Inspiring Journeys, SEIT, which is S-E-I-T, and Down Under Tours based in tropical North Queensland, and really a mix of tours, a mix of product and a mix of lengths of each of those itineraries. And really, we take a view that we say to our valued guests, sit back, dream a little, and all the complicated stuff will take care of. So what we find is that we go to Northern Territory, to WA around the West Coast, and certainly up to the Kimberley, through parts of Queensland, certainly parts of the East Coast of Australia, down into Sydney, and then very much South Australia, Tasmania, and touching in Victoria. And then across the Tasman, pretty much from North to South, all over New Zealand. Wow. Yeah, I was saying to Nick earlier, you know, I knew AAT Kings did the iconic red centre tours, but hearing the breadth and the amount of places you're going, I've been joking to Nick that I'm going to accidentally book about 20 tours after we finish an episode (laughs) because they all just sound incredible. And it sounds like you and your team have really thought about the personal experience of AAT Kings and what the traveller actually enjoys. And I I know that agents are always keen to hear the latest in travel trends and what better person to ask than the CEO of AAT Kings. So are you able to share any travel industry trends that you know about or you've come across? Yeah, sure. Yes. So look, I think there's classically the idea of real local and immersive experiences that people are really after these days. And what we're finding certainly is that the indigenous cultural aspect is significant here in Australia as the Maori one is in New Zealand. But I think ultimately people want fun. And we recently did some research where we asked 3,000 people for their views on several things within the travel industry. And of those 3,000 tours across Australia and New Zealand, 77% of them thought that tours take the hassle out of planning. And 65% of them said that tour organisers are the experts. So it was just, you know, delightful for us to hear and understand that. They certainly see value in a tour. And I think the other thing that's interesting that came through from the data was that 
40% of them considered that a length of tour between 15 and 21 days was really the ideal, but also 17% of them liked the idea of 22 plus days for a tour. So as I said, we cater really to sort of shorter products, day tours, short breaks, through to the guided touring products. So really we do cater for all lengths of itineraries. Uh, but interesting to see that sweet spot is that sort of two to three week period where we've got a, a number of good itineraries across Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, amazing. I'm, I'm quite jealous of that. I'd love to be on a two to three week holiday at the moment. If you've got any AT Kings tours that are going spare seats there, just feel free to pop them over to the podcast team because we could always use that um that extra for meal opportunity, I think. Yes, don't you think? That could work for us. Are you trying to fluff up the CEO? <laughs> <laughs> this is our one like, shot so there, really, to the really. I, I guess the question for you guys then is is where would you go? Because as I said, we travel all across Australia and New Zealand. So, you know, and then what experience are you looking for? Oh, well, we got time. We can do all of them and try them if you like. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, <laughs> well, let's kick it off then. Let's kick it off with uh, give you a bit of an update and then you can tell me which one you're after. I think you're going to hear in, in a future podcast about our new Indigenous itinerary. So that's quite exciting for us to be talking about an Aboriginal culture and Australian highlights itinerary that will launch to the market. Yeah, perfect. I'm going to ask you a question here, but I think it might be a bit of a tricky one. For, for a group CEO, I think it's going to be almost like choosing a favourite child. But do you have um, a favourite of the brand? I don't know how many friends have got kids, but as you'll know, it's always safer to say that you love all your kids equally. And I think I'd probably say exactly <laughs> the same with uh, with the product and variety of locations we go on. But yeah, look, we're national. And I think that's the beauty really of us in that we do cover all of Australia and all of New Zealand. And, and I think, you know, with that comes some exceptional experiences. So, you know, whether it's a guided tour to take in more and experience more, whether it's a, a short break, uh, which is a two, three night in a destination or a couple of destinations, or it's just a day tour. We've certainly got a lot of product, but I think on the guided touring side, when I talk about AAT Kings, you know, there's no doubt that the Northern Territory really is our heartland. So when you're down sort of south in Uluru in this wonderful location with this incredible um, site, there's nothing quite as nice as having a barbecue underneath the stars and just seeing the incredible shooting stars and galaxies sitting above you after having a fantastic meal. All the way through to sort of capping up to Catherine or Litmalik and enjoying the gorge cruise there and the opportunity really to, to enjoy Cicada Lodge and being able to have a fantastic meal cooked for you by an award-winning chef. Or going up to Kakadu, um, and Kakadu's certainly got an incredible name, but I think when people actually go there and experience, they totally understand why it's so synonymous with travellers. You know, it's got an incredible yellow water billabong cruise where you get to see flora and fauna. It's different each season of the year. You get to see Aboriginal rock art. You get to immerse yourself in with Aboriginal culture. And then, of course, you can go north to Darwin and even on to Tiwi Island. And, and you know, I think Tiwi really is an yeah. incredible location that has got a wonderful Indigenous community. And, of course, if you're looking at other AAT Kings destinations, you've got uh, Tasmania, which is picture perfect, wonderful scenery. There's nothing yeah. nice than being on a cruise in the uh, Fresenet National Park. The other interesting destination, I think, is South Australia, which is famous for Kangaroo Island and Air Peninsula. And I think nothing nicer really than on Kangaroo Island going and seeing the Hanson Bay Wildlife Sanctuary and in particular the the Girian Bees, which is famous for some incredible ice cream, but really the epicenter for survival of flora and fauna on Kangaroo Island. But my highlight, I think, in South Australia has got to be the Coffin Bay, where you uh, go to a semi-submerged table and you get to learn how to shuck an oyster and then get to eat some oysters and some seafood, which, which is a remarkable experience. And then I think the other thing that's worthwhile 
Mobile is WA. There's nothing quite like travelling along the west coast of uh, Western Australia and venturing up to the Kimberley to see the scenery and the landscape, the ocean and marine life up on a wonderful WA coastline. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, we've also, that's just a taste, uh, Yaz. We've got more. Don't you worry, I could talk all day, actually. (laughs) So. Stop! I'm gonna buy them all. <laughs> well, I think we, I think we just got confirmation before that we're gonna be sent on all of the tours. So I think, um, I think it's great to be in this run through before our, um, I think probably three year trip at this point. Well, I tell you what, if this podcast gets to every A lister across Australia and New Zealand, then I'm quite happy to do that for you guys because really it's about reaching out to the agents and sharing the wonderful product and experiences that we've got to offer. Can we get okay, that in agents. writing? <laughs> yeah, I hope, hope to all the agents that are listening there. They're going okay great like our pals Nick and Yaz at the show we need to get them on this three-year tour the two to three week sweet spot not anymore it's two to three years for Yaz and I that's our real sweet spot for holiday okay well let me give you a couple more then because there's a couple other spaces that need a little bit of loving as well so let me talk about day tours in particular north uh, tropical north Queensland so there's the incredible Daintree rainforest up there and we've got a spectacular day tour product via see it which is to experience the Aboriginal art and culture and the opportunity to really get immersive with both the Kuku Yalanji people, which allows you to get an experience both on the Daintree rainforest to learn really how they've survived for so many millennia and really learn about how they create bush soaps and how they identify their bush tucker and what their native plants are, what you can and can't eat, um, and how they lived and survived for so long. But really, I think the highlight of that is when in the afternoon you then get to go off and you got the choice of either going to the Janbal Aboriginal Arts Centre to do some dot painting or you've got the opportunity to yeah. go out and actually have a traditional Aboriginal fishing experience that you actually actually go off and get to use oh, wow. spears and to mud crab hunt and to gather the mud crabs and the periwinkles and then bring them back, cook them and eat them afterwards. So that's a, a mouth-watering and a delightful experience for you to enjoy as well at some stage. Yeah, definitely. Wow. wow, it's incredible. There's just so much to it. There's so much to the, I guess Yaz kind of mentioned before and the kind of the breadth of it. Yeah, that all sounds incredible. And I know you cover a lot of Australia, but what about our friends over in New Zealand? Because I did a trip in, I think, 2016, but I only had two weeks to cover and I just went straight to the South Island so I want to hear more about the adventures over there. Yeah well the South Island is absolutely spectacular I mean stunning scenery, wonderful people, good wines uh, and an incredible mm, culture. Definitely. I can confirm the wine part. Good, good on you yes. <laughs> Did get to taste that part. Yeah well look I mean once again I think New Zealand to me and our experience is really about immersion so it's not only the scenery but you know absolutely getting to meet the locals and getting to experience some of the fun activities that they have down there whether it's a a jet boat ride or a more gentle cruise on the Earnslow across to um, Alders Peak there's a a mix of things you can do but really not only the scenery but as I said it's the people so the opportunity to have a be my guest experience with a local New Zealand farmer and his wife and get to ask and understand how they've grown their various flock over the years and how they've created a a living and, and a wonderful life around that you then got the opportunity of course to head up to the glacier region uh, and see the incredible glaciers of, of New Zealand um, before then heading into the North Island. And the North Island really to me is, is full of culture. So, you know, Maori culture around Rotorua, getting to see how they, you know, live their lives, their arts, their culture. And probably more importantly, it's around some of these experiences that we take the guests to so they can actually see how these cultures are not only surviving, but thriving. And you see that both in New Zealand and obviously in some of
some of the um, indigenous experience across Australia. Wow. Yeah, nice. Sounds so wholesome. I've done the glaciers. That's what I did in the two week stint. And it's honestly tops the things I've done. So cool. And to just like even touch them. And you're like, what? How is this right here? It's such a cool experience. Yeah. And I think what you've mentioned before, my um, family are all from the North Island of New Zealand. And I think the um, Maori culture that's kind of embedded and woven all through that, like all through obviously the entire country. But I think really um, there's some really palpable areas and places in North Island that you can kind of really go and see that living culture, which is incredible. And I think another massive conversation we're seeing in the travel space at the moment is all around sustainability. Do you think you'd be able to speak a little bit on at like a maybe a top line level of what AT Kings is really doing in this space and and what sustainability kind of means to the AT Kings group business? Yeah, that's huge. Um, I mean, we've just released an impact report. So we have annual impact reports, which really is a very open way for us to be able to share with not only agents, but our guests and the world, how and what we are doing as, a, as an organisation. It's particularly of interest right now because we've sort of tied in our uh, impact report and our plans with the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So we've identified 11 of those 17 goals as key and relevant to how we operate. And with that theme of really decarbonisation, so what can we focus on and what can we achieve? And, you know, we've recently reset our ambitions to, to you know, be more ambitious in that we're trying to aim for a net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. 50 with some real tangible goals to achieve by 2030. And the interesting thing for us, and I think it's quite unique for the travel corporation A to Kings, is that we've become the first global tour operator to receive validated by social-based targets initiatives for both near, long and net zero targets for the future. So, you know, really accountable and real clear direction of what we're trying to achieve. And the way we're going to do that is by financing it through a industry first carbon fund, whereby as a business, we'll be contributing to an internal carbon fund that will then allocate both internally and externally to projects to ensure that we minimize, reduce and hopefully take out our carbon footprint over the next 30 years. Wow. Okay. Big moves, big moves in this space definitely I think that's amazing um, we know you're very busy but what we're going to do before we let you go is we're going to uh, finish up with a quick little we call it the fast five it's kind of five quick questions that we ask each of our guests so we're going to wrap up with Ben's fast five just so our listeners can really get to know you more than just CEO Ben great I'm looking forward to it let's get into it okay uh, perfect yes do you want to do the honours do you want to kick us off on this one now, I know we talked about your favourite child before, Ben, and it's hard to pick one, but that was more for the brands. What about your favourite AAT Kings tour? Do you have one? Is it okay to ask? <laughs> oh, now, now you're putting pressure on me again. Um, they're all great, uh, Yaz. <laughs> That's the right answer for a CEO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it depends on how long I've got and, and you know, whether I've got a day to do a day trip or... Or, uh, or longer but um, look I think they're all great and uh, you can't go wrong either in New Zealand or Australia on any of our products I feel like that was very um, you really got the brief there of not upsetting anyone which is great um, but we when we do our two to three year holiday we'll let all the agents know which ones are our specific favourites so don't worry guys that will be coming up uh, in all four years the... down the track yeah <laughs> 
Um, Minds a bit less about the tours and just a bit more about how you travel personally. What's one thing that you personally will just never travel without? Well, I'm going to work on the theory that a mobile phone will always go with us these days. So I'd say that it's probably a battery recharger for a mobile phone. I mean, mobile phones are so versatile and essential these days. You can do so much of them, can't you? You can work, you can read, you can watch Netflix, you can use them for maps. And there's nothing worse than a battery or a mobile phone running out of battery and juice. So uh, I'd say a mobile battery recharger. Yeah, definitely. I'll back you on that. Except I will have to give a cheeky plug to AET Kings because on our coaches, we do have the USB charging on the coaches there. So you don't always need a portable charger, which I will plug, which is getting me massive brownie points as a CEO, everyone. So I hope we're really <laughs> tuning in on that one. Well done, Nick. Um, but when you are out and about, I do, I will back you on that because there is nothing worse than when you go to get that great Insta shot or you go to do search something up and your phone's dead and you're like, I can't do anything with my life now because I've somehow let my entire life be in this tiny little device. No, no, very true. Yeah. Speaking of coach, that was my next question. Do you prefer the window or aisle seat, Ben? I'd have to say window, yes. There's nothing nicer than sitting next to a nice panoramic window and enjoying the scenery as it passes. Yeah, good call. I mean, I'm all for the extra leg room, but, you know, that's a tripping hazard anyway. So go the window. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Okay, and I'm going to ask about uh, what's one kind of lesser known Australia destination that you think everyone should see at some point? What's what's somewhere that you kind of think maybe possibly overlooked or just not known about that you think everyone needs to be adding to their kind of bucket list? Like I think somewhere that's really unique and not well talked about in Australia is a place called Coober in South Australia. It's a mining town famous for its opals, but the town has moved from above land to actually below land. And you can now stay in hotels and rooms below the surface and dine in restaurants below the surface and really experience it, which covers you from the heat and the elements, but it is still quite unique and unusual and, and certainly not as well known across Australia. Yeah, definitely. I've never been um, lucky enough to visit Coober I've seen pictures and, and videos of it and it looks incredible like the underground kind of chapel there is just it's such an interesting kind of concept and just visually so interesting sounds like we're gonna have to get you on our South Australian trick Nick so you can uh, get to experience it yeah I'm glad you're picking up what I'm putting down there um, I'd just like to mention I haven't been either <laughs> I'm sure I can so... find somewhere else for you years to <laughs> go Nick needs a hand to hold when he travels <laughs> don't sit us together that's great we finally get a break from each other this um, recording all the time has really given us that stress that we need to be in our own separate holidays. So thank you for that, Ben. We really appreciate it. (laughs) All right. Last but not least, what are you currently reading or what's something that you've recently finished reading that you think we should take with us on our next adventure? What's in the hand there? Well, if, if we start your travels in Australia, I would recommend you take a book called Welcome to Country by Marcia Langdon that highlights all the different indigenous mobs around Australia and a lot about the history, certainly about their culture and it really does enhance the experience. Obviously we have our wonderful tour directors on our vehicles that share and driver guides that share the information but you know just to give you a little bit more detail of this incredible culture of Australia it's a, it's a great book to, uh, to, to utilise and share and read. Yeah, wow. I've um I've not yet read that one, but I'll definitely be adding that to my next packing list, to my next kind of reading list, because that does sound incredible. With that last question, that is our final five. That does mean we are all wrapped up for this episode. So um, I guess, Ben, I'll let you get back to running the company and whatnot. So we really do thank you for joining us and giving us some of your time. It's been great. Pleasure's been all mine. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much, Ben. And for those listening in after the show, be sure to visit www.aatkings.com forward slash a-listers for more info, facts, 
sheets, quizzes, and lots more. And with that, we're all wrapped up, and we'll see you next step. Bye.